Jesus outlines quite clearly in the gospel today how we are to correct one another. You go to the person individually, then you bring someone else, and then you bring in more people into the church. Why does he want us to be so thorough and so patient with our neighbor? It's not merely because we're trying to be polite, although being polite is good. It's because we're both members of the body of Christ. You and that other person you don't like, or who's bothering you in some way, are not members of a club. You don't make peace in order to be like better basketball players together. You, and me, and the person who irritates you most in the world at church are all members of the body of Christ. And this is a bond deeper than political society. It's deeper even than bonds of blood. And we have all been brought into that body by his blood, his precious blood that he shed on the cross for us. And in that body of his, the left hand can't be at war with the right. The eyes can't hate the ears. We're meant to be together, to work together, to function together under Christ the head. And resolving conflicts in his body involves two things, patience and courage. First, patience. Nothing is more important than patience for dealing with other people. It's the ability to suffer without losing one's composure. And a normal life provides plenty of opportunities for this, waiting in line, listening to boring people, waiting for the pandemic to end, etc. And if we blow up at the least thing, there will never be the harmony that Christ intends to reign in his body. If we take offense, for example, where none was intended, we wound Christ himself in that person. It's not only that Jesus was a model of patience for us, he was. It's also that he wants to be the head of that harmonious, functioning body. And to do this, we're going to have to overlook some kind of ordinary or trivial faults, the kind that are simply the result of surprise or average human weakness. Not everything needs to be corrected. Not everything warrants the kind of increasing intervention presented in today's gospel. Life simply comes with a certain amount of aggravation from people, and there'd be something wrong with us if we demanded superficial perfection from everyone around us. Second, Jesus' method of correction involves courage. Correcting another person's faults requires real courage. If it's something serious, we're obliged to say something. Because it's the easiest thing in the world to not bother about some other person's issue. It's not hard to like look the other way, but it's also not brave. If someone's drinking more and more, we'd be negligent if we didn't say something. If a friend's personality is undergoing radical negative change because of a new relationship, we'd be cowardly not to address it. I've been saying we're the body of Christ, and if the foot in the body of Christ is a cut on it, the right hand can reach for the peroxide and the band-aids, because if the right hand doesn't do this, the foot could become infected, endangering the whole body. Correction, as described in the gospel today, teaches us primarily how to heal, how to bring about greater health in that body. Christ wants his body, his holy Catholic church, of which we are all living stones, to be healthy, sound, and full of vitality and holiness.